welcome to the Weekly Dish. We are in the magic hour, which is hour two, where we give you the top two in hour two. Give him the old one, two. One, two, one, two. And now the Weekly Dish presents top two, top two. The top two. Pick your best two. In hour two. All right, give me two, with it, with it, with it. All right. This is the part of the show where we tell you two things that we are obsessed with or crushing on for the week. Stephanie, you want to start? Yes. I am going to start with a thing that I ate <laughs> a while ago, but I haven't talked about it because I kind of forgot. Um, it's the Megadia. It is the giant quesadilla that you can get from Flag Smash Food Truck, which is now inside, like at a at the counter, at... La Doña Cerveceria. Oh, I like that beer. Yes. Well, it's the brewery. Yeah. So the brewery in kind of near North Minneapolis, kind of just past International Market Square, they, a guy, Jaime Gonzalez, he is just one of my favorite little people, like food truckers. And he is, uh, he's doing a thing. He's doing these massive quesadillas. And if you know me, like I don't talk about it a lot. But actually, my kid who's here today, he would tell you, like, if it's past 10 p.m. and I've come, I've worked all day long and I come home, I am making a quesadilla. Like, that is so the that's thing. that's your go-to? That is my go-to. That is the thing that if it wasn't a cheeseburger in my life, it would be a quesadilla in my life. Okay. I literally can't stop thinking about it. And his is what's great is, like, we all think about quesadillas in terms of after-school snacks. I'm not, I'm not microwaving my cheese on a tortilla and folding it in half. I'm going to griddle it in a pan so that it gets all nice and crusty, bubbly, and the edges kind of start to curl up. What kind of tortillas do you use? Well, it depends. I honestly have been, like... I'm not a loyalist. I'm a journeyman on the tortilla thing. Because okay. when you're talking about it earlier from your Mexico trip, I was like, God, do you think I can make my own tortillas for quesadillas? Literally, that was in my brain. Because <laughs> yes, you can. that would be the ideal. If I could make a perfect tortilla for a quesadilla. You know that Zoe, our friend Zoe has the artisan bread in five minutes a day. She has a, tor- a one she? that works for tortillas. I didn't know where that. Where you just pull off the hunk and... Oh. Yeah. Oh, I might try that. Yeah. Because the thing is, you got to have enough Monterey Jack, and you've got to have enough like fun. He's got stuff. ratios. Yeah, that's there's what's coming. totally right. Well, I don't. I mean, literally, it depends on the size of the pan. It depends on the tortilla you pick the day, and it depends on what other things you're going to put in there. Because I do tend to use it like a little bit of as as like a fridge clean out a vehicle a vehicle like if i know that i have a little bit of roasted pork that's going in the quesadilla if i know i have a little bit of chili i might put chili in the quesadilla that time yeah it's i love them so much but anyway, i wish you guys could see her face i know because she's I like can't even tell you how much going through in her mind the melted cheese <laughs> this is the base of it all is melted cheese so I want you to go try. And the best part about the Ladonia Cerveceria is like you get these really great crisp Mexican lager called the Fria and you get a quesadilla and it's a Fria Dia moment. And I'm telling you, it is like, why don't we have more of those? That's one of those things. Why okay. don't we have more of them? So mine, it's Flag Smash at Ladonia. Okay. Mine is going to be so boring compared to that. Because no. like, how do you top a mega quesadilla? God, 14 inches of mega dia. This is, uh, you top it with the Trader Joe's giant white beans. <laughs> yeah, you do. They're in a can yes, or do. in a jar Gigante. in tomato sauce. Gigante. Yeah. Um, so I went to Trader Joe's this week, and I will, will be honest, it has been a while because I used to live right by one, and I moved away. Yeah. And I was not having the best day, and I'm there, and I... I went to go buy something specific. Oh, I went to go buy the everything bagel seasoning because I was doing a feature on Jason's show. Yeah. And I wanted to get that because you can sprinkle it on popcorn. Yeah, I have that. So there's that. So as I'm standing in line, he's like, hey, how's your day? I'm like, well, I don't know. 
I think I just kind of lost something that was important to me, but I'm kind of relieved, but sad. And I don't know. And that he's processing my groceries and he holds up my can of giant white beans. And he's like, people really like these. I'm like, yeah, what it is, is there these big white <laughs> gigante beans? I'm coming back to what he said. Big white gigante beans in a can. They have them or they have them in a jar and they're great. Like, they're just great to eat, put in a dish and with some Parmesan cheese and bread. They're just great to eat like as a casserole. Are you what? Are you rinsing them or are you just? No, so, they're in a sauce. Okay, so they are seasoned. They're that's all the seasoned. Difference. Yep. You can just put them in a jar and heat them and eat them at 10 o'clock at night. If you don't have the quesadilla fixings. Right. You could put them in a quesadilla. You could even put yeah. them on greens. Sure. So like on kale or whatever, on spinach, or you can just literally eat them out of the jar with the toothpick. Okay. So I get to the, he's ringing up my groceries and he, one of the guys runs by and hands him this bouquet of flowers and he hands it to me. And he was like, so, hey, I hope that whatever door closed today, that the door that opens tomorrow is a better one for you. I was like, yes, Trader Joe's, you just saw me. Like, yeah. And it was this. It was such a random act of kindness, and I just thought, Did, did you wow. lose it and cry? No, but Good. almost. But almost. Almost. And then I wrote I, on Instagram, I was like, hey, this just happened, and people were like, that happened to me, too. Like, I guess they do it a lot, and a lot of people cry, and a lot of people hug the people. Oh. She was like, did you hug him? Because she was like, I totally hugged this random stranger with this beard that had just given me flowers. I had just graduated from graduate school after 12 years of hard work. So wow. I just, well you done, know, Trader Joe's and that's obviously thing. a thing that it's, yeah, it's good. So my top two is the beans. Yeah. But the thing <laughs> but really? is if you're in the service industry, like it doesn't take a lot to just make someone's day. We were at a restaurant the other day and someone gave us a little extra chocolate when we had our bill paid. Mm-hmm. It felt like, wow, this just, they saw us. Like we yeah. felt so special. Well, and also kudos to the bosses and the companies that empower that because yes. you, employees can't do that necessarily on their own without it being something from above. So that's a thing you can give a clap to Trader Joe's for doing. Yeah. And they obviously give, encourage it. We used to give our, when I sold printing, we used to give our reps like a budget a month. Yeah. So here's a hundred bucks to give to clients however you want to give it. You want to give it to your best client? Go ahead. You want to give it to 10 clients, 10 bucks off each? Yeah. Go ahead. Well, we used to have a, as a bartender, we used to have, you know, the fund, yeah. which was like, you know, you have a, you have a, you know, an, a hospitality fund. And then that could be like, you know, you knew that you only could give away maybe 10 drinks in a week or something like that. But the problem was, of course, they would always go right to your, they would always get used up right on that first day by yeah. people's friends. But nonetheless, the idea of it being supported that you can, if someone's having a rough day, you can buy them around. I like it. Yeah. It's a good thing. All right. For my second thing is the thing that I'm is so weird to me that we've been talking about Japanese fluffy pancakes for a while. Do you remember? I mean, like we've mentioned it in terms of like I've, you know, because I did one in the Instant Pot once and this is all new to me. Okay. You've been talking about it with your other friends no, no, that no. you're doing Lay's potato taste That's test. That's a whole with. different thing. Sorry, I'm not bitter. You're not bitter. That's okay. Um, uh, this is literally these giant thick pancakes, but we, I did, a, did one in the instant pot, I think last spring. They look like pucks. They do. Well, the ones that were in the instant pot are a little bit denser and mine didn't turn out amazingly, but it was good. But the ones that they're doing now are the souffle pancakes, which I mean, my God, the old Lincoln Dell used to have the souffle pancakes, which just means that they're super, super, uh, you whip the egg whites, you whip them to the point where they're almost 
you know, almost like whipped cream, like, you know, like meringue. Yeah. And so then you fold them in very carefully into your batter and then you kind of slow cook them. You slow cook them on the griddle so that they solidify. They get crispy on the bottom and they solidify and then you look, bloop, you floop them over. And then they become these tall, thick things. Anyway, they're breaking the internet right now. Instagram is like going crazy for them. And for some reason, like all of a sudden, like three or four different websites just discovered them, like Thrillist and Delish and Tasty and everybody. Because within the last two days, they've I've seen like six articles about what are Japanese pancakes. So I feel like, you know, we were ahead of the game. But per I also... Use. Per use. But I also feel like we didn't exploit it enough. So... <laughs> Also per use. Also per use. So I'm going to make some Japanese fluffy pancakes this weekend, and uh, I will post the recipe and how to do it. All right. For the I'm dishes. excited about that. Yeah. Okay. The second part is I was hard at work. Uh, I was asked to create a recipe for the You Betcha box that is in their discovery box. Yeah. So you buy the box, but you don't know what's going to be in it. I know because I had to make recipes with the things in the box. So through the end of the day today, this is a today only on the discovery box. You can have a $5 off coupon code. Use the code YouBetcha5 and you go to YouBetchaBox.com to order the box. It's through the end of the day today. And then you get mailed the box in April that has the secret stuff in it with the recipes that I created. That's very cool. Yeah, it is fun. Um, She asked me to do it. I was like, sure. It sounds good. I'll create some recipes. I will say my recipes are springy, yeah. So hopefully by the time the box comes in April, you can get one of the ingredients I used was asparagus. Oh, because by then, hopefully, middle of April. So are they sending fresh food? No, oh. but one oh. of my recipes used things in the box, and then the things you would buy would oh, be asparagus. Got it. But, got it. Got it. Okay. Cool. So I was like, yeah, hopefully asparagus will be out second you week betcha. April. You betcha five is you that betcha the code? five is the code. Okay, yep. for five dollars off. Good. Yes, ma'am. There we go. That's it. That's, That's it. the Wrap top two in hour two. And when we come back, we have something really good we're going to talk about. We'll figure it out between <laughs> now and then. I promise you. You're listening to The Weekly Dish. I think you welcome back too. to The Weekly Dish. This Told is Posty you. Malone. Oh, there you go. Do you like him? Uh, well, my son looks like him. so. Oh, you're right. He does because so, he was him for Halloween. Yeah. And so whenever there's, you know, he gets like called Posty all the time by people. It's funny. I actually was at um, Republic this week, uh, Maddie O'Reilly's place over on campus and yeah. had some delicious beer cheese nachos, by the way. Oh, hello. Um, and I was walking out and another friend was like, hey, I want you to meet so-and-so who's at the bar over there. The guy turns around and looks at me and I'm like, whoa, uh, has anyone ever told you you look exactly like Jake Gyllenhaal? He did. It was crazy. And was it Jake Gyllenhaal? No. Oh. but I, I was like, like, that would be the best story. And the only from... <laughs> From the bottom of his lip down, his chin did not look like Jake Gyllenhaal because he had kind of a jutty chin. But the entire rest of... And I told him that. Uh, Nobody (laughs) listening didn't think that you didn't tell him. From the bottom of your lip up, you look exactly like Jake Gyllenhaal. You 100% told him all of that. I did. 100%. I said, has people told you that before? Because, you know, he's like, yeah, people have. He really... And he was just gorgeous. So there's that. So there's that. Okay. So... Seth, some an article came out while I was gone, and I just I was really thinking about it. There is this concept, and I think you talked about it with Elizabeth Reese. I wrote it. Yeah, I wrote okay. it. Up. I wrote it up. So it's in the North Loop, and it's an incubator, and four chefs get to come in and have like mini pop ups on a more sustained basis, and then they'll swap them out after a period of time. Yes. I think is how to describe that. Mm-hmm. 
And this is becoming a very trendy, interesting way to incubate food businesses, right? And restaurants. So another thing that's happening in addition to that Mm -hmm. is this company that's called WeWork. And they are a national company that has had so much funding from hedge funds and investors for co-working spaces. They say that co-working spaces are going to take over like almost all of these buildings in downtown Minneapolis. And I'll just give you an example. And they won't, but yeah. Of course not, because, you know, everything (laughs) is like the apocalypse, but it's not. Yeah. But I will say, like, when we come to my talk, we don't have, like, permanent desks here. And there's a jock lounge that's kind of always filthy and gross and dirty. I would love... You made that sound not what it is. It is literally a cube area that's just... I mean, when you say jock lounge and say filthy and dirty... That sounds like we're like stuck under the stairs, like by the boiler room or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's a couple of cubes and a couch, and there's always trash in there. And people there is. Have we come on food. Saturday morning, and yeah. nobody on Friday night seems to care about cleaning up. But when you go to like businesses to like have meetings and stuff, public workspaces or the ability to like move around in a space True. with your laptop is kind of, I think, becoming what people want to do and kind of collaborative. And you want a place to have like your stuff, but you also tend to be more collaborative moving around with your computer. In any case, they are thinking about these co-working spaces as it pertains to food startups. Right. So in particular, um, WeWork is creating a chain of co-working spaces that would specifically be for people that are in the food business. It's called uh, Made by We. And it's a hybrid co-working space, cafe, a retail store that like you could sell these products that the makers in your space are making. So I love that idea of everybody coming together and like working the retail store together. Um, They also have this program where it's an innovation lab where they will put money towards a startup pilot program. So Mm -hmm. you could apply for it. And I just thought this was kind of a cool way of helping members gain access and collaborate. The one thing that it doesn't have is a kitchen, which I thought was odd. It is not a co-working kitchen space. What? Yeah. It's not like, um, you know, we do have accelerator and commercial kitchens where like a big kitchen and six people share it or something like that. They have access to that, but that's not in the space. So it's like where these food people won't be producing their goods necessarily, but they'll be doing the work of the of the running of the business. Huh. Well, that's interesting because I was going to say that basically for me, it sort of seems like this is the same thing as kitchen in the market. Yes. It's not. I mean, like besides and that minus would be, the incubator kitchen. But but I mean, basically, it is an incubator kitchen. It's in terms of like you have to because I'm sure these people have to pay to be a part of their kitchen. So like with Molly, you know, and she has this commercial kitchen and she basically people, you know, pay to use the kitchen time and everything like that. And that's like a small business that's using that space and people use her space to do menus. And, you know, like when a restaurant is trying to do a menu, but you know, for their new coming restaurant, but they don't have it built out yet. Oftentimes they go there and they test it out. So it's funny to me because, and it's a cafe. It's technically, it has retail. Technically it has, a wine bar attached to it. Like, honestly, the funniest thing is it's exactly like that and even better because it does have, you know, it does have the kitchen there. Yeah. That's interesting. 
And and here, so I guess I was talking to someone else about this yesterday, the gals from uh, Midwest Pantry, and we were talking about it. Like what, I love all this incubation and I love all these ideas. And I was like, what could you, like, here's my idea. I love, like, I'm always going around to co-working spaces, it seems like these days. I'm either doing work in, I have an office in the university club, but I'm also at coffee shops, co-working spaces, because I'm meeting small producers and people doing what they're doing. I have this idea for like, and this was what I was like, this is what I would pitch. Okay. The food lab people. Yeah. But I don't think it's what they wanted me to pitch, but a lot of coffee shops are where people are doing work. They're basically co-working environments. Right. right? So like you have a really small coffee shop up front, like literally eight seats. And then you sell coffee and you can either do the coffee or hire someone else to run the coffee. Like maybe you have, you know, five watt run the coffee part. And then there's a member door. And then you can go through the member door for the bigger co-working environment where the real co-working environment is. So it's almost like a marketing concept. Do you know where that is? No. It's Penny's Coffee in Linden Hills. Really? Yep. I have not been yet. I know. So Penny's Coffee in Linden Hills has... This already exists? It I'm does. so bummed. I know. But, and Dean Phillips, but, who is amazing. Well, and Ben Hurts. You know, I mean, Dean's off doing all the stuff, so I don't want to take away from the fact that Foley Schmidt and Ben Hurts and those guys I are running I haven't met them, it. so I'm sure they're yeah. great, too. Yeah. But they um, they basically opened it with all this space, and they were like, what are we going to do with this space? And they figured out they had the coffee shop up front, and they had these office you know cubes in the back and they have these sort of pods and you can work out of those pods and they had to do a little bit of stuff when they they just installed their bakery their commissary kitchen bakery and so they i think they lost some people but basically they want to and it kind of levels up too to the fact of you can get your lunch there and you can be a membership and just get lunch you know what i mean in my little concept of the only eight seats and the reason there's only eight is because if you really want to work there more full-time then you'll invest in a day or two in the back part yeah and you could have like you know grab and go deli items yeah well i mean they have both like so you could be someone who just wants you know to grab a meeting for a day up there, but then you could be someone who says, "Well, this this should be my spot." Yeah, and really. I just keep coming here every yeah, day. Yeah, so I might really as well like have a, a place to leave my notebook. Yeah, but they have that, and uh, I think see? that they're probably going to roll that forward too. If anyone's listening, and you want to be the coffee shop person, yeah, I just want to be the we work the, the work person. Yeah, I know, and I want to buy my own building. Do you? Yeah, I don't want to do. I wouldn't want to do it in a lease. I want like to control that environment. But I swear, there is something that happens. And this, I, I am freelance now, so I miss community of working. Mm-hmm. I miss being in an office and smelling someone's crappy lunch, believe it or not. Because something yeah, happens no. in that magical environment. It does. In fact, we have Fridays at MSP, which are funny. I always joke about it, and I tend to put little funny things on my... Because we kind of just... I mean, Fridays, everyone's fried. I was in a meeting, and they asked me, oh, can you brainstorm a name for this new festival? And I'm like, No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally can't. was it's like, Friday. I got nothing left. But then we kind of mucked around the office and did stupid things. And then I was like, yeah, I've got some ideas. It's funny. You're it really helped. good at ideating, by the way. Well, thanks. It helps. Um, so crazy. here's my other idea. Yeah. What's your other idea? Well, and I'll just say this quickly because I know we have to take a break. But and I've said this before, but honest, and this could never happen in this town. But I'm like, why couldn't it? Dongs. This is where you make hot dogs. And men in banana hammock, no, little speedos, serve it. Let's just hang up. It, it, because Everybody, you have radio. shirts that say, I got a dong at dongs. Yeah. 
But that's like, what I want to wear. I want to wear a shirt that says "I got a dong." Don't you think the irony of it? Like, if you can have Hooters where you sell chicken wings hooters. based on women's breasts, <laughs> why do I want to add to the thing that I don't want? Why can't we have dongs? Like, you it's can. equally as stupid. You just but open it's it right on your front porch, make... and you just see. Actually, you're probably right. My husband will serve you your hot dog in his banana hammock. I think Kurt needs to be apprised of okay, this. That would be uh, hilarious, offer, by the because way, because that but... is. But it's equally as stupid, right? But, I mean, it's probably a chain in the making. Here's the thing, though. I don't know. Are women, like, as we know, men tend to clamor for the booby-clad ladies. Are women really excited to see dudes in, you know, banana hammocks? I want to say no, but I think we're not that. I think we are that shallow. I do. I do. I, I think if it was am, hot guys, I am not we'd investing go. We'd and laugh. I am not promoting. I mean, people go to see the Chippendales. Do they? And then guys would go because it'd be though? funny. Do they? And then and there'd eat be like the Harry Berry guy in his. And you have to like sit there and eat a hot dog. Yeah, and then all the Instagram would be like, ah. I mean, Why think do you about want it. That? I, I just think it would be a huge money maker. Oh God! I, just it's, because you can doesn't mean you should. But because you can, and it's America, maybe that's the pop-up we need in the North Loop. Dongs. All right, go for it. We're going to take a break. Yep. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish, home of dongs. No. no. I, I dongs. No, no, you do not get to take <laughs> half of my radio show and say home of. No. <laughs> no. No. I don't know what has gotten into me today, but A, it's St. Patrick's Day, apparently. And B, it was because I got up early and I've been mainlining this super rich coffee. Yes, and we did have hash browns today. So probably. <laughs> and I'm literally like sweating Are you profusely. Sweating? Yeah. It is so hot in here. Oh, we could turn it down. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's that. Here, um you talk, I'll turn it down. All right. Stephanie is gonna adjust the temperature so I don't incinerate on demand. <laughs> All right, so we do have a few guests in studio. I just want to say thanks. Sometimes we donate the opportunity to come in studio as a charity item. So we have Laura Anderson and Heidi Campion here. Thank you for coming in, ladies. And sorry about the dongs. You know, so, so it sorry. happens. <laughs> uh, along with that, on Thursday, they're going to be doing the My Talk 1071 Bids for Kids. Oh, and right, And there right, right. will be some good dining opportunities. Yeah. I know our lady friends from General Mills out there listening who like to buy that every year to support Bids for Kids. Thursday is the day you want to listen for all of that goodness. And we don't know what time like our package comes up. No, I don't. But it'll be all of the shows doing it. Usually they do our package during Jason during the morning show. Can we say what it's going to be? I don't know. Okay. Uh, But go ahead. I don't know. I don't. I'm not going to get in trouble. Um, Basically, it's dinner with us. I think there's a couple parameters around the the day and the place and stuff, maybe. But uh, basically, you get to come to dinner with us, and we all have a good time. And it might be a chef who I really like a lot, yeah. whose name is maybe Corey Meyer. So we won't say where he works, because okay. then we won't be revealing. But his the, mom makes aprons. We yeah. like her, too. Yeah. We like their brothers. I think they're in the food business, they too, are. if they're, they're listening. Yep. Hello, Myers. All right. So that's enough of a hint, maybe. Yeah. All right, and on to the next thing so okay. we don't get in trouble. Right. Um, I had the opportunity to do the Jason show this week and to talk about popcorn. Yep. Popcorn is my weakness. Popcorn is the thing that I eat the most. Yes. That I cannot stop, that I love, that I always have, and that gives me diverticulitis. Because it does. 
Um, but so I did a yeah. thing about popcorn because you eat popcorn too. I do. In fact, because I saw, <laughs> because I saw it on the website, then you I made a giant bowl last night. Yeah, totally. I came home from happy hour at, at Baja house. And I was like, well, I'm still hungry and I'm going to make a giant bowl popcorn. of popcorn. You turned me on to something that I featured on the show too. Oh. You and Megan, your daughter yeah. use the Nordic wear popcorn bowl in the microwave. She does. Okay. Yeah. That thing is magic. Yeah. You put a third of a cup of kernels in there, no oil, and you just pop it for two minutes and there's none of the old maids in the bottom. Right. It really pops like all of the popcorn. It's incredible. Yeah. I'm stovetop only. I only make stovetop popcorn. I do at the cabin because I don't have all these magic tools. Yeah. Anybody got time for that? It's there's no that's not that if I'm going to go fast, though, I use honestly, you guys, a paper bag, a lunch bag. That works too. And that's it. I throw kernels in a lunch bag. I curl the ends up. You put it in the microwave. It does work. And it works. It's fine. Um, another fast one that we've talked about on the show and I showed on is a smoothie. It's the microwave popcorn. Yeah. yeah if I'm going to buy a product, then that's going to be the it's product. It's so good. It has none of the orange flavoring, none of the sticky weird. It doesn't have that gross popcorn smell. It has a little weird bitter side to it that you get used to, I think. But I mean, that's just the sunflower oil, I think. Perhaps, because yeah. it's just sunflower oil and popcorn. Yeah. No. I love it. And it's locally it's made. It's just different flavor. Like you have to kind of like get yourself to a place where it's, you just know that you expect that it doesn't taste like the same bags. Because it's better. Yeah, no, I know. But and I mean, like, I just don't something. want people to expect it to taste like those bags because it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't taste like the gross orange bags yeah. with your hands. Um, and then my other secret weapon is the Velvet Bees Honey Butter, yep. where you just melt that and use that as your butter. Yep. Or you can mix it with butter and salt. <laughs> and so, this is how I knew that you were on. I got uh, four different people messaging me <laughs> saying, hey, what was that uh, honey butter you used? And I had not done anything with it, but I knew enough to say uh, it was Velvet Bees. <laughs> I just replied for you because I knew exactly what it was. Someone the other day was like talking about you know, they loved the article that I did on so and so and it was you. <laughs> and I didn't like I didn't know how to say, well, um, me. that's not me. Yeah. So, you just say it. That's what Meyer and I do all the time. When people say, ask oh, me for Steph- my food plans, and I, said, I said Ope. Yeah. I go, Oh no, Ope. that's Stephanie Meyer, wrong not Stephanie. Stephanie Here you go. You need her. She's got all the things. Um all right. So anyway, in keeping with the popcorn theme, I'm gonna give you some ideas of things you can just do at home. Okay. So one of the ideas that I did, and it really was good, was just flaked coconut, not the sweetened kind, just flaked, and then curry powder with salt. And so I had big flakes of coconut, so I just roughly chopped it. That, I sprayed a little olive oil just so that it stick, has something to stick to. That was really, really good. Mm. They call it uh, Thai popcorn. I don't know why it's Thai, but it was really good. Because of coconut and curry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another one that we did, why I bought, went to Trader Joe's and bought the Everything Bagel salt, is Everything Bagel, that poppy seed, sesame seed, garlic, that whole shizzle is in a shaker, and you can make popcorn and use that. So I would warn you, because you smell like a garlic bagel afterwards, but if you like garlic bagel, and I do, and you and your partner, you're Netflix and chilling with your garlic bagel, it's all good. Mm -hmm. That is a really good um, way to do that, too. Um, This one, I'm not sure about pumpkin spice, ground cinnamon, ground cloves, and ground ginger. Yeah, it's great. Is it? 
Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, think about it. Cinnamon, cloves, and ginger. Those are all things you like in a baking product. I do like pumpkin spice flavor. Right. I mean, so well, I mean, like I'll... even just cinnamon. I mean, think about those things. You make those in cakes. You put those in things. I think that the labeling of things as pumpkin spice gets into that weird spot. Like it doesn't have to taste saccharine weird. It's just right. regular baking spices. I like that. Yeah. Um, do you like cayenne pepper? Yeah. Just like hot I, and you can do hot and sweet. But I don't like that. I rather would d- dip my popcorn in hot sauce, which is what I do. I have a bowl of popcorn and then that I have a separate That is a real bowl. thing. No, it's a South American thing. It's a, it's, I did not invent this, to be clear. When this I was is in a, Mexico. Yeah, it's a South, it's, it's, it's Latin America. They do is they have their popcorn and then they dip it in hot sauce. So that's why actually there's a hot sauce tasting today at Seward's and one of the guys, Lucky's Popcorn Dressing. That's yeah. what it originally, his hot sauce line was called Popcorn Dressing because that is a thing that people do and you just sit and you dip and you dip kernel by kernel by kernel. And I do it sometimes at work because I have a crybaby Craig's hot sauce sitting there Yeah, and I buy the smart pop out of the vending machine and I just sit and dip. Okay. That sounds delicious. I know it's good. Um, chocolate mint. So cocoa powder, mint leaves, dried and sugar. Okay. I think it could be good. Yeah, that could be good. Um, okay. This, I don't know. Bacon crumbled. With maple syrup and salt. And it's like maple bacon popcorn. Sure. I yeah. don't want maple syrup on my popcorn, though. I mean, that's, maybe it gets like, like, I know it's, and then it gets, it on gets your sticky, but then it also gets like, it's kind of heavy. So it, I know, it's going to weigh it down a little bit. I know, I know, you got to eat it fast. I'm not a sweet popcorn person, though. I'm strictly savory. Okay, then you'll like this one cumin, chili powder, celery salt, and Get, it's taco. Yeah. Well, it does. That's not even taco. That's even like that to me would be. Uh, what'd you say? Cumin, celery salt, and chili powder. Chi- oh, chili powder. Okay, I didn't hear the chili powder. Yeah, that could do it. That's like I do garam masala on there sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah like a, like salt Curry. butter garam masala. That's yep. it. Uh, ranch, which is just the ranch, ranch powder. Did I just say ranch? Everyone does. Everyone says. Everyone ranch. says ranch. Um, the ranch powder, and then have you tried the nutritional yeast? No, I, I mean it. that's a Brazilian thing. That happens that people put sprinkle on stuff to eat. It's supposedly like a cheese substitute. I yeah. bought it at Trader Joe's because I thought I was going to feature it. But then when I ate it, didn't I like didn't it. like it. So I was yeah. like, I don't want to tell people to do this. I think it's a very, uh, I think that is a acquired taste. How about, do you do ever just like shaker, parm cheese, oregano? Mm, no. <laughs> I think you're lying and no, you I'm just, just don't want to us to know I, no, you've used another, canned parm. No, I don't. Because you like had a little parm. sneaky face. No, but there's enough shaved parm, you know, like the grated parm that isn't the canned stuff that you can get. I was trying to think if there was another cheese that I had on popcorn. Oh, it was the cheese powder that's mixed with Crybaby Craig. Sorry, I'm CBCing all over the place. But Crybaby Craig had developed this powder that was a cheddar powder mixed with dried hot sauce. So it was... It was, in fact, I'm going to bring you a can of it because I have. Is he a can. selling it? He's working on it. Oh, like, that's I got such a, a great prototype. idea! I know, but you can like, I literally, the boys all went a little nutty for it. It's so good. Okay, yeah, that's a great idea. That's what I was trying to think of. That was that face. <laughs> uh, barbecue popcorn is paprika. Okay. Dark brown sugar, black pepper, can celery salt. Yeah, like that could totally work. Yeah, that's that's totally BBQ. Uh, lemon dill. Lemon peel, mm. like little zester and dill weed. I'm going to say that's not going to stick on your popcorn. Either. You know, you'd be surprised. Really? The oil and maybe yeah. if you microplaned it. Yeah, that's you know? what I mean. Okay. Zesting. Okay. Microplaner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All 
All right. Uh, this one is so lame. And we're going to end on this note because I can't even believe I'm going to recommend this. Health nut. Dried kale. Crushed. The powdered. Uh, salt. Himalayan pink salt specifically. Oh. And nutritional which is yeast. no different from table salt. What? And nutritional yeast. Oh. Okay. So yeast, kale, and Himalayan pink salt. Can I do salt. one more for you that yeah. would be good? Uh, take the nori, the seaweed snacks that are so big right now. Crumble them up. Crumble those babies up. And then um, and then do the soy sauce all over. Yeah. That's good. All right. All right. Those are your homemade popcorn making it great ideas. We're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we'll tell you the moral of the story. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish. We have enjoyed spending our time with you this morning. It's always fun to talk about food, and I'm so glad to be back from vacation. Vacations are awesome, but I always love coming back. That's why we take them. Yes. If you will. Uh, For those of you following along with the Wonder Bread van on Instagram, we can't get the van. We have the van purchased. The van is, we're making plans, but we can't get it until the ground firms up a little bit. Really? So it's still in the yard in Orono, covered, waiting for us to take arrival. But uh, we've got, we're working on our trip plans. Get your plans going. We're driving to California in September for a wedding. I'm excited about In the Wonder Bread van. I cannot wait. I need to, I need to have like, like a drive-in movie night with it or something. Oh, like, totally. We got to do something like Stephanie, that. Stephanie, I'm going to like let you take it. You got to let me take it. Yeah. Like once we do it and I mean, I can, I have a cabin too. Like I can't. I know. That's true. Just be traveling I'll, across I'll the country in the van. The van. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm all about it. I, I, so I was actually thinking like we should Airbnb it for our friends. I kind of think like you, you should. Just, we yeah. could have a calendar and yeah. you can check it out. Yeah. And I as mean, long as you have like insurance. Yeah. As long as you're covered. Yeah. We I'm don't in. care. I'm down. Hey, um, also just letting you know, and do you, what's the what's the Instagram on that one that you're doing? Wonder Bread Van. Wonder Bread Van. Okay, because it looks like a Wonder Bread bag. Yeah, it and does. when we paint it, we might even put the circles dots. on you it. You got to put the dots. Yeah, on it. I feel like you do. I think that's going to get cited, and then you have to also put the hashtag on it, like on the outside. Like, oh yeah, you that's have to make sure idea, so that people Stephanie. can tag you. Yeah, when they Wonder see Bread it. Van. Right. Um, there is a tasting today that is happening at Liquor Boy yep. in St. Louis Park. It is an Irish whiskey tasting uh, from noon to three. Mm-hmm. They have all the Irish whiskeys out. I think they have like over 30 of them. Well, I'm hoping they have some tealing so you can taste the tealing. 35 different Irish teas. So for sure. Irish whiskeys. They do have tealings. I'm seeing it on the. Are you going to go? Facebooks. Nope. Okay. I got a, I'm having a dinner party. I got to start cooking. Got to clean. What are you cooking tonight for your dinner party? Well, it's kind of a magic secret for my guests, but I'm doing an all instant pot dinner. Oh my gosh. Just for fun. So I'm doing the butter chicken. Yep. With the rice. Okay. Going to cook some kale in the Instant Pot. Okay. I've made chickpeas in the Instant Pot. Uh Chickpeas, ginger, onions. And I'm going to have naan. And I'm going to do yogurt. Like a little yogurt sauce. Tzatziki kind of sauce. And then I'm going to actually make an almond cake. So that's that's not going to be in the Instant Pot. But That's kind of nice. Yeah. Just a whole like kind of Indian theme. Mm Mm-hmm. I Mm -hmm. like it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, and I talked about this last week for a hot second and then I meant to post about it, but... I know a lot of you guys, when I take pictures of the food I make at home, say, what's the recipe? And for me, a lot of cooking is without recipes. And so then I don't immediately have the ability to come up with how to do it. So what I have done is create a new channel, a new Instagram called what to cook for when with the numbers, what to cook for when. And I'm posting recipes there. So I'm trying to like be better about writing things out for you guys. So when I do something, 
you know, that I kind of throw things together or make them happen, then then I will translate it into an actual recipe for you guys. So that's over there. So if you want to give that a follow, it's kind of fun. Of course, I'm writing little stories about things because that's also fun. Because she's a good storyteller. I like to tell <clears throat> stories and that's it. And it's also good. because I think that that's how I eat and that's how I cook more than anything is situationally in terms of like, you know, what is it like basically... It, there's days where I there was I made kanji again this week because I just to me this week has been stacked with meetings and I needed something that took me completely out of my place that took me completely out of all the things that I think about all the time and the people and everything else and a moment of kanji is just sort of warming and it makes you think remind you that like you're I'm not Japanese but I can appreciate Japan and things around it and just being outside of your norm you know and so that was very comforting and I had some kid you know brain issues and they came over and we worked through stuff and kanji sort of helped that yeah and so that eggs I mean whenever you can eat an egg honestly I think your brain works better I know I well, feel like it's liquid for day. the brain yeah like just that protein or that like the yolk like I have this it's visual the perfect food yeah of the yolk just like going over your brain matter and yeah. making it better yeah feeding it oh it you work. know what else we did by the way Jake and I made a playlist, and so I need to make sure that you guys know that if you're on Spotify, you need to go follow our playlist. So you find Jake Larson as a follower, and he's got a, his gorilla suit on, and you guys all know what that means. And then you, uh, from that point, you go into the Boiling Bones and follow the Boiling Bones playlist, and we keep adding stuff to it. They are all bangers. It is all a kitchen jam session. Okay. And it is really, seriously, we put 300 songs on there. We can put a link. Yeah, I don't think we can. To Spotify? Yeah. Oh. Oh, we can we can okay we'll do that um but there's it's basically like everything from queen i took the list that we talked about two weeks ago i think on facebook it's every- that was a great segment i know and it's like and basically there's a ton of new stuff there's things that none of us have ever heard before because it's all belongs to the young set but they're still bangers they're still awesome and, and you know then there's like of course prince is on there and of course you know you know things like devo might be on there you know there might be some great things but there's a, it's just all jams so there and a couple German songs. I'm sorry. I love German pop songs. <laughs> the confession. It is I, because you're going to come. I would say listen to it on shuffle. And then all of a sudden you're going to hear this like. That is true. That is on there. But there's one. <laughs> is it really? Oh, yes. In, but only in the German. But then it's, it's called. Vobis du Marie, and it is the greatest banger. I you love are it. so funny. Yeah, that's it. So. All right. Uh, one other thing to mention is a fundraiser for the local women chefs. It's called Dame It. It's going to be Sunday, March 31st from 2 to 5. It's going to be happening at Solar Arts by Chow Girls. This is an event where you get to see women chefs, taste uh, women's uh, chefs products. There will be a wall of wine. We usually have, have Meredith Deeds on to talk about it. Remember? Yeah, we should. Yeah, it's um, the Escoffier, La Dames de Escoffier. Yes. They are the, that's the group of women professionals in the food world. Uh, lady, uh, our friend Nikki Erpeldang has a 15-minute wine lab where you can sit and have a few minutes with her to talk about uh, her wine and spirits suggestions. Yeah, that's Fun. good. That's really good. Yeah. Um, what do yeah, you got it, going on this week, friend? Is what? What do you got going on this week? Um, just, I don't know. I have a lot of things that are kind of, uh, oh, I wanted to talk about this dinner that I can't remember. So I might post a thing about it because I don't have all the information up. But there is a dinner by Shane Oporto happening at the Lafayette Club. Okay. And basically it is in support of, do you remember that group that we had on with Laurel Elm? 
Uh, yes. That they the were like mentoring yep. young chefs. This is a dinner in benefit of that group. Oh, I would like to know about that. Yeah. Do you want to cut? I think, you know, I think that there's yeah. tickets definitely still available. So it's happening on Tuesday the 19th out at Lafayette Club. It's a multi-course tasting menu by Shane Yum. Oporto of Octo Fish Bar. So good. And if you think about it, it benefits it benefits your future eating because what it does is it helps put money into a place where they can mentor young cooks I like going it. forward. So that's really fun. I like it. All right, I are you like gonna go, it very much. Are you going to go dip into the green a little bit? No. No. I'm going to... It's. I find it funny that you're cooking an Indian food dinner I on St. Patrick's Day weekend. I know. I should have... But... but- I don't it's really okay. like the St. Patrick's Day food, so no. that's not what I'm doing. No, it's all right. That's but all maybe good. I should have a green beer just so that it's not a total loss. I don't know. We'll see. Don't go for green beer if you're going to go for one thing. Go for Guinness cupcakes or something. Okay, something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Not going to.